All right, guys, welcome to season two of the Collaboration Over Competition podcast, season two, episode one. And there's no better way to start season two with my guests I have, to have here today. So I want y'all to help welcome Mr. Fayola Oyatajo, a.k.a. Mr. Wichita himself. Come how, on. How you doing, on. my man? I'm doing well, brother. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. It's good to see a, to see a black brother Amen. in Wichita, Amen. dressed nice, Amen. and uh, doing this, man. So thanks for having me. Season two. Yes, Let's go. Yes, sir. It's uh, Like I said, it's an honor to have you on the show. I know we've been following you on social media for a while yeah, now, but man. it's good to finally meet you in person. Yes, sir. You yes, too, sir. brother. All right. So this is the Collaboration of a Competition podcast, a podcast striving to show how far we can take things when we come together to collaborate mm. rather than competing. Mm. So uh, we're going to jump right into it. Let's uh, do it. I want to get uh, I want to get what is the idea of collaboration over competition represent to you? Collaboration over competition. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think it's the most one of the most important traits to success is to be able to look at your competition and say, yeah, we are maybe either competing for sponsorship dollars or for titles or whatever. But if we work together, if we figure out a way that if we if we if we humble ourselves to know that there is plenty out there for everybody, then we both can figure out ways to be successful. The, 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 the perfect example I love to give is The Rock and Kevin Hart. They are huge media forces, yep. and everybody knows that if I walk into Wichita, Kansas, or, or into Thailand, and I say the word The Rock, they're going to know. Nice. Same with Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. But they still do movies together. Mm -hmm. Only one production team could be on a movie. Who do they choose? Yeah. Kevin Hart has a production team, Hart Productions. The Rock has Seven Buck, seven buck Productions. But guess what? They say, hey, whoever it makes sense for, we do it. So they yeah. said half of their movies are... Seven Buck Productions with The Rock, half mm -hmm. of them are Heartbeat Productions. Awesome. All they do is support The Rock had the big Black Adam movie. Uh, Kevin Hart was the first one to, re yeah. to, to repost it. They both have tequilas, right? Yeah. They're competing in every aspect. But what? When you see Kevin Hart and The Rock on their interviews, they're making fun of each other. They're laughing, right? So when yeah. I see somebody like yourself, young, black, good-looking man, I see somebody like myself, somebody can say we're competing. But it's yeah. like... Hey, all we're doing is collaborating and we're making the city of Wichita better by sharing stories. Amen. So long answer, but man, the idea of collaboration over podcasts is so important to me. So, um, yeah, I, I was I, I loved getting deep into that, into that answer. No, thank you, though. That's some great examples of collaboration of competition at its highest level. Mm. So, you know, no matter where you are, it can be done. Mm. So this is a two part question. I want to do you have any advice on how we can encourage others to come together to collaborate more? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, it's hard to do that in our community. Yeah, uh, it takes it takes humility. Amen. It takes humility. The reason why is because there are a lot of people, and I am the I, I I say this so passionately because I used to be this way. I used to look at somebody that was doing something as me, doing something like me, and I would figure out a way to uh, to avoid myself as far as possible because mm -hmm. I didn't want to share my secrets out. I didn't want anybody to copy me. I literally saw them as a threat, yep. right? But when you when you realize. Mm, this is about to be good right here. Amen. Whenever you see somebody as a threat and you can't control it, then you're operating in your own will. You're operating in your own flesh. But if you look at somebody that's competing with you and you know that God is the person that provides for you, God provides the clients, God provides the wisdom, then at that point, 
you understand that you have to act in love because God will give you the rest. So when my business changed is when I started collaborating with people that were in competition with me yes. because I realized that my money does not come by holding my secrets in with you know, a Frederick. My money comes by giving, Facts. by pouring, by Facts. see, by, by sowing, and God will give me the rest. So to give. You, got, you have to give to give. You have to give. Yeah, so I love that, man. That's, that's awesome. Uh, two things I took, humility, you know, guys, so humility, putting your pride to the side, you know, for the, for a, a greater goal. Mm. So take that in, you know, hopefully, you know, that can encourage someone out there to come together to collaborate more. Cause that's what it's all about. Mm. Okay. So on to the next question. So you are officially the first host of the KU football oh, yeah. WSU basketball game. Oh yeah. And I'm curious, like, what is it like hosting a KU football game or a WSU basketball game? What is that energy like? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. My first ever KU game, people don't know this. I went to my videographer and I said, I think I'm going to faint. I think I'm going to throw up. 35,000 people. My mom flew in. Girlfriend was there. My yeah. brother came and surprised. Everybody was there. It was the University of Kansas. It's just a well-known university, right? Yes, yes. And I mean, they just have so much tradition, so much culture. And I ain't going to lie to you, man. They gave me a polo and some khaki pants and they said, this is your outfit. <laughs> I came in with a red suit yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I just said, I'm going to do me and yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I got so nervous. I thought I was gonna mess up. I've never seen that many people in my yes. life. And looking, looking at my mom watching me and Kara. I mean, the the energy is crazy. Yeah. As the season went on, they kept on getting better. So the audience would go from thirty five thousand to forty eight thousand. And mm. finally, college game day came to KU, and yes. it was fifty five thousand. And let me tell you, man, at that point, my confidence was so high. <laughs> I was so Roman that I I just I didn't even, I don't even remember the day. I was just on such a high. I know that I didn't sleep the night before, and I know that I I, I literally ended up getting uh uh what ended up happening here. I got so I, I literally got zero hours of sleep. Oh, that's what happened. It was an early morning game, but the whole time I didn't get tired. So that game, fifty five thousand people care you. Like I said, man, it's just something you can't can't explain. Yeah. WSU is super awesome too because it's home. Yes, I get to be yes. home. I get to see all of the fans. So like now when I go to Chick Fil A or when I go to you know Chipotle, <laughs> like you know I, I have these awesome little kids come up to me and I'm just like, dude, yeah. like I like this is a product of somebody that was a freaking banker at one point, right? Yeah. Now I'm able to do this at KU and WSU. It's it, it's amazing. Another thing too, I tell people I was not my dream was not to be a host mm. my dream was not to be a host so I always tell people God can pour out different gifts and different talents Amen. in you by you walking humbly and the thing that you thought you were supposed to be Amen. meaning this I wanted to be a talk show host that's all I wanted to do mm -hmm. that's what God told me to do at the time but by me diligently operating as a talk show host he poured out the talent of me to be an in-game host. Mm -hmm. So I tell you, always walk humbly and confidently all in in the thing that God told you to do in the now and watch him pour out other talents. Amen. So I ain't, ain't going to lie to you. Preach. I wouldn't be surprised one day if I became an actor. Preach. I never wanted to be an actor in my life, it's but coming. I am sowing my time into being a talk show and to being a host. So one day, if you see me yeah. on the Oscars day. Hey, hey, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I don't know, man, but you know, I'm a musician one day. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know, yeah. It's, so. it's amazing how, you know, doing certain things, uh, you know, you develop certain skills, but that can, you never, uh, you know, it leads into other things. Yeah. So, you know, keep honing your skills, keep doing your thing, bro. Thank and I'm, you, I'm sure it's going to take you far. These are great questions, by the way, man. I'm yes, flowing. Yes, sir. Here. So next question. So you do have your own talk show face to face. Face to face. Yeah. And I want to know who was your favorite guest or celebrity you have interviewed and why? Because mm. I've seen you've interviewed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Who, who, um, um, 
Favorite, my favorite celebrity interview I've had, honestly, probably the Cheat Codes. The Cheat Codes are a top EDM band. Okay. And I think what's cool about them is that, like, they have, what, 15 million subscribe, 15 million listeners a month. Oh, wow. 15 million listeners to their music a month. Wow. And so when I thought... When I heard the Chico's were coming to Wichita and I was going to get to interview them, I thought they were going to be the big shots. I thought they were going to be, you know, just too cool for school or yeah. another interview, whatever. When they came, it was all smiles, all daps. I mean, there wasn't like, I also thought too, it was just going to be a bunch of girls and drugs and all that. I mean, honestly, because they're big EDM artists, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're all young. They're all good looking. So I was like, honestly, this ain't even going to be my vibe. Yeah. When I'm telling you that we clicked from the second we shook hands, That's awesome. bro. And to this day, the cheat codes will perform in Vegas, perform in other cities and they'll call me. Hey man, come on out. Hey, Bring the energy. I we want it. you here. Take yeah. videos of us. So the cheat codes, man. They, I mean, they have one of the top songs ever with Demi Lovato. I mean, they're just some awesome EDM guys. So that's for sure, awesome. the cheat codes. Uh, that's yeah. one thing I, I find interesting. You are, you're interviewing people that I'm not too familiar with uh, mm -hmm. as far as like music genres. So yeah. EDM, hearing about them, I have to go check them out. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, for sure. Big, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And one other person too, it will be Andrew Schultz. Okay. Andrew Schultz is a big comedian right now, yeah, I've heard of him. and he makes <laughs> he makes sometimes the most raunchy jokes <laughs> but I'm telling you right now I think he's one of the most talented and one of the most uh hard working comedians we have it's one thing to be a very talented person just off of raw talent mm -hmm. how many especially playing football right yep. how many people do you know that can you know um you know smoke weed the night before <laughs> Eat, you know, eat some grits, some bacon, and some, you know, biscuits yep. and gravy. All night. Not stretch and mess around, you know, and get, you know, eight catches for 120 yards. Facts. You know, a lot of them. I yep. know the same guys that mm -hmm. do all that stuff and mess around and score 28 points, right? Yep. So that's off of raw talent. But what about the person that, that has that God-given ability, but mm -hmm. then also is a, is, is a, is a, is a, um, What's the word I'm looking for? But also, it also studies their craft. Mm -hmm. Also, hones their skills. also hones their skills, man. Mm -hmm. And that's who I think Andrew Scholes is. So one day, that's I awesome. really believe that he will probably be. You know, I can see him being the next Trevor Noah. That's awesome. I can see him being even a miniature version of Kevin Hart because he's a study. He's he's a student. He's yep. a student of the game. So Andrew Scholes is an awesome interview. That's awesome. That's awesome. So next question. Productivity hacks. So I'm, I'm hmm. looking for some pro pro productivity hacks that may help you be more productive. But you know, I'm, I want to give the game, t give some game to the audience. You know, to help them be more productive in their life. Any hmm. pro productivity hacks that you use to be more productive in your life? Delegate. Delegate. Number one. That's, that's, so a lot of the tasks that I don't want to do, it's big. Oh man, we can get deep into this Ooh, talk because delegate. a lot of things that I don't want to do as a business owner, um, I uh, you have to learn how to delegate. But I say that so easily, like it came easy for me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I probably can be, and this is me being humble and me like having thick skin for myself. I probably can be one of the most controlling people mm. that I know. And Let me tell you why I'm so controlling. I built this thing from the ground up. Look, I just call it hands on. I'm, hands hand, on. I'm, hands I'm hands on. on. But to get deep right here, a lot of people will say you micromanage, you're controlling. Mm -hmm. But 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 yeah, cool. You know, give the critique to me. I get it. But when you understand the why of it, you'll be more understanding. OK, yes. I know I can delegate more. I understand mm -hmm. that. But I am so controlling and micromanaging because so many people told me that my talk show wouldn't be successful. 
Yeah. So many people told me I was only a banker. So many people told me this guy, I care you. Why would he do it? So when I tell you that I built this thing from the ground up with me and God and my mom, my dad, and my best friend, David and Kara, then like, why would you not micromanage it? Why would you give that to somebody else? Right? So I got to be better at delegating, but I also want to have a little bit of grace and say, hey, I did this from nothing. Y'all all thought I was going to be the tall, black, well-dressed financial advisor. But now I'm on everybody's kitchen, right? With Splurge magazine and that's mm-hmm. not to be cocky but that's to really say like do not sit here and and ridicule me off of something off of a reaction of mm-hmm. your criticism yeah you know it, and it, it's like that when you know your purpose you know yeah and that's something i struggle with as a business owner i'm, I'm very hands-on I, like i said i do the editing i do this i do that but like i said even working with trustful media I'm delegating. Delegating. So I, I, I have everything to do that I could do it, but let me delegate to a professional to do his job at the highest, at yeah. the highest level. So, yeah. Delegating. So, so, delegating is so good. So, after that rant, I'm so sorry because no, that, that, that just gets me. But the reason why delegating is so important, it, it is like, like you just said, you have the talent to put up the lights, put up the cameras, you can do it all. But what does it look like now for you to delegate that out? It mm. might be a little bit more money, but now you can come in, you can wear the suit, you can sit down, and all you're focused on is the questions. Yes, less stress on you. It allows you to be. Be more productive. Correct. Even though you're dishing out your duties, it gives you, you know you more energy to put more power to what you're doing. Correct. Yes. Such a good question. So I love that so delegation. Yeah. What about you? Productivity hacks. What are yours? Uh, you know, I always say my three things: just taking care of myself mentally, physically, and spiritually. So mm. working out, eating right, and just staying prayed up. So mm. uh, those are my productivity hacks that I would give to y'all, and I preach that a lot on this podcast. So you know, mm. taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. You know, it, mm. they all correlate. You know, you take care of your mental, it's going to take care of your physical. Mm. Take care of your physical, it's going to take care of your mental. And mm. the spiritual just brings all that, you know, in, mm. together. So, so those, good. Those are my three things. I love that. Yep. So for my next question, best advice you have been given or your favorite quote? Whoo, cool. Favorite quote is this. Chase God as fast and as hard as you can. Mm. Run towards God and everything that you do, right? If anybody keeps up, Introduce yourself. <laughs> Give him a handshake, right? Because you want to be around people that are chasing that thing as much as you are, right? Nice. And if it's not God, what it may, maybe it's fitness or maybe it's whatever. But for me, that top thing is faith. So if anybody is keeping up with that faith, I'm going to shake their hand. What's yeah. up, right? So that's one of, that's one of the best, uh, I think, quotes I ever heard. I love it. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So for my next question, uh, you know, this is a, a mental health is a big topic nowadays. Mm. So I'm wondering how do you manage your mental health as a black man in America? Jeez, jeez. Because you know we we all dealing with mental health issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take your time if you need to. I'm asking you a question. Do you think everybody should be going to therapy? Yes, but it gets deep. You know, everyone could use therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think when people talk therapy, they think going to therapy and that's it. It's a lot of work that comes with going to therapy. Mm. You know, you got to put in the work with yourself. So therapy is an answer, but it ain't just the answer. It's a lot mm. more that comes with into it. So, you know, if you can combine, combine therapy with a lot of other things, I think that that can, uh, you know, improve your mental health. Like, like I said, taking care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually. Add some therapy into that. Mm. You know, uh, you should be, you know, showing some type of improvement. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Oh. What about you? Do you go to therapy? Have you tried therapy? I haven't really would you much I've, I've been like once or twice for some just other things but would I go to therapy yes yes I will tell you this I will not use therapy as a crutch 
There we go. And, and that's what I mean, just not having solely relying on that. Yeah, yeah, because, 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 again, I'm getting real here. God is my therapy, Amen. right? How many people go to therapy, but they haven't read the Bible? Amen. How many people, how many people go to therapy, but they haven't tithed yet? Amen. How many people go to therapy, but they haven't hit the gym yet? Yes. So therapy is great and therapy is very, very important, but, but I'm going to the, I'm going to the therapist first. <laughs> Amen. I'm being serious. Right. So, um, but with that though, mental health is a real thing. Depression is out there. Suicide is out there. Anxiety is out there. But I will tell you that we also have a God who is bigger than all of those things. So a lot of times people might go through a tragedy. They might go through, they might go through other things, but our God says over and over and over again, I will see you through it. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. I have a plan for you for a future and a hope. Anything that you do, anything that you call upon, it will be given to you according to his will. People need to understand that. It's not just saying, God, give me a Lamborghini and I get a Lamborghini. God's not a magician. He says you have to do things according to his will. That means if you are a coach and you see players that are smoking, having sex, doing things that aren't ethical, and then they ask you, hey, coach, can I start? <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. I told you that you're going to be an all-star. I told you you're going to be a player. But didn't I also say you have to do? It's a clause. Mm -hmm. It's a clause. It is. God will give you this if you mm -hmm. align with his will. So yeah. I tell people with this mental health thing, it's important. I, 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 I'm big on it. But I believe we live in a generation right now that almost forgets to go to God before they, before they go to their therapist. And, and, and I'm glad you brought that up. So, guys, getting closer to your spirituality that's that's one of the keys to mental health. Hmm. And you know, if you're having you struggling with some mental health problems, address you know, get closer to God. You can't go wrong. You can't. You can't go wrong. You can't. So I, I love I love that answer, y'all. Okay. So uh, for my next question, what is one of the best investments you ever made, and that could be with money, time, or energy? Wow. Take your time. Take your time. One of the best investments ever made. I've ever made. Could be money, time, or energy. When I started, when when I, when I made the decision to start working out, mm. I was an athlete in college, mm -hmm. right? But so we were like forced to work out. Yeah. People don't know, people don't don't know this. Though my first year after college, I didn't work out one day. I went 365 days without working out. Well, With that you. though, if you're eating consistently like mm -hmm. you were in college yep. and you don't work out, what's gonna happen? You're probably gonna gain some pounds, yep. right? So I went from 200 pounds in college or 205 all the way up to 230. Mm. I gained 20, 25 pounds. Yeah. Not many people know that because I'm back to like 212 now, <laughs> right? Which I'm very, very thankful for. But um, whenever I ended up um, realizing that I was gaining weight, mm -hmm. number one, you have to have people in your life that can politely tell you to your face, nice. hey man, is everything okay? Yeah. You're gaining a little bit of weight. How many people now have gained 30, 40, 50 pounds and nobody's warning them? Yeah. Nobody's telling them. Mm -hmm. I want to be around people that tell me, hey man, yeah. come on bro, you're only 25 years you're old. Slacking. You think you're slacking, yeah. right? But again, like I don't know if it's a soft thing or it's a whatever, but it's like I need somebody to tell me yeah. that I'm slacking. So that's the first thing. And so when I realized that I was slacking, my mom told me that, um, my, even, my, my close friends told me that I was slacking. 
I ended up taking it seriously. And from there, bro, it was more than just a physical benefit to me. Working out, I know you're you're an athlete as well. Working out does something to your mental. Yep. Working out does something. I don't even know the science behind it. I would love to study more. But there's something that it's, I don't know if it's endorphins it releases or something. But when you get back, even if it's 25 minutes or an hour and a half, when you get back, you know, from that gym and you're in the shower and you get out of that shower, put the robe on. There's something that thing does. It's just like <laughs> I accomplished something. Yep. It's more than doing laundry. Right. A lot of people say it's being productive. That's what it is. No, no, no. It's like pushing your body to the, to, to the limit. And, and, and yeah, it's like you have to challenge your body physically, mentally. So, I mean, that investment of working out has been very important to me. That's awesome. So it sounds yeah. like the best invest, investment you made was in yourself. Yeah. You see? And like we talked about earlier, you know, making that investment in yourself physically hmm. has an effect on your mental. Yeah. So, no, uh, I love that. And I was gonna say too, man. Being a former athlete, that's something I struggle with too, man. Mm. Once I was done, I was retired. Yeah, <laughs> you know, playing football, you lifting heavy weights, all that, so. all the time. So, do you still work out? Have you found a passion I, I, for it? I've gotten back into it, but okay. just, I'm just not heavy lifting. Okay, you know, I'm yeah. more cardio, steam room, yeah, you know, uh, high reps, low weight. Yeah. So, uh, I just had to switch the way I worked out, but that's something I definitely struggled with too, as being an athlete coming mm. out of college. You know, you be so tired, and I had to get up for them six eight. Seriously, you're so right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, I, I love that answer, guys. So the best investment, make it make it into yourself. Mm. Okay, so for, for my next question, I see uh, you do a lot of giving back in the community. I try, You, know, you yeah. work with a lot of businesses as well, but you do a lot of back, giving back in the community. I want to know, where does your passion to give back to the community come from? Man, um, I, I don't know. Um, okay, I'll tell you this. Um, love languages, right? We, mm. I don't know if you're familiar with them. I, th I think it was a popular book, but I'm gonna try to name them. I think you have acts of service, yep. you have giving gifts, yep. you have quality time, mm -hmm. physical touch, yep. and words, words of, of affirmation. affirmation. Yeah, there we go. So you're familiar with them. Yes, sir. Okay, so um, you know, just again, just kind of how you love, how you receive love, how you give love. Mm -hmm. The way I love to give love is by giving gifts. Mm. I love giving gifts. So a lot of people know this, that anytime somebody um, is a destiny helper, means they go out of their way to oh. speak good about me, to lead me to my destiny, right? Mm -hmm. A girl by the name of Morgan, she went out of her way to speak my name in a room I wasn't in for KU. Mm. She was a destiny helper. Yeah. You ask Morgan, I went out of my way to go to Kendra Scott, give her a beautiful necklace mm -hmm. and say thank you. That $100 necklace was nothing compared to what she did for me. So why yes. can't I sew back? Yes. She sewed a seed into me. Mm -hmm. I got to be able to sew back into her. Amen. Right? So Morgan was Destiny Helper. That's a big reason why I give back to people like her. So you asked the question, why do I give back to the community? It's because the, the, the city of Wichita has been a Destiny Helper for me. Right. I have never been able to get the media coverage, the news coverage, be in front of thousands of fans and be like and be a personality. Dallas wouldn't give me that. Yeah. LA wouldn't give me that. New York harder. wouldn't give me that. It'd be a lot harder. Yeah. Eventually they might. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Eventually yeah. they might. But like Wichita gave me a chance. Mm -hmm. Wichita has led me to the destiny. Why would I not get back to the city? Or awesome. I not get back? Everybody knows. Everybody knows. If somebody is serving me, even if I get free food or what, even if I paid 200 bucks for a meal, I promise you I'm tipping them good. Yeah. I mean, it ain't no 10% tip. Ain't no whatever. People know if I'm involved in the church, I'm giving back financially to that church. Yeah. And people need to understand this too. I'm giving publicly, but I'm also giving silently. Yeah. Right. What's the Bible say? All that giving that you do publicly, God says he doesn't see it. He doesn't mm -hmm. see it. He wants to see what you're doing in private. Facts. So I also need to make sure, yeah, a lot of cameras are on me. So I have to 
trying to give back and all, but I really want to see the people that are really giving silently. Facts. Right? So, um, um, so it sounds um, like that's the reason why I give back. Yeah. It's, it's a love language. That's one of your love languages. It's language. a love language. And see, one of my love languages is acts of service. So hmm. I would say that's one of my main reasons for giving back. It, it brings joy to my heart. So, hmm. Uh, you know, I always say giving back is part of my purpose. So mm. that's something, you know, I will continue to do. But I, I definitely I definitely uh, love that. Yeah, thank you. So so for my next question, uh, I'm wondering what motivates you to get up in the morning? Relationships, money, success. W- w- what's getting you out of bed early in the morning? Great question. Because, you know, being an entrepreneur, uh, you know, you, you're not working a nine to five. When you mm. wake up, you got to you got to give yourself. You got to give yourself. Yeah. The energy you need. Yeah. What motivates me is, number one, I remember where I came from. Mm. Like I said, I was a financial advisor first, 100, 100% commission. Mm. Those jobs ain't easy. Yeah. You got to go all in on that. You yeah. literally got to eat what you kill, right? Mm. Then after that, I went to banking. Mm. Dry. Mm. dry every <laughs> single I mean nothing about the. I mean banking is great we all need bankers and the banks that I've worked with I'm very very thankful for them mm-hmm. the culture was amazing employees were nice to me but it's just dry yeah. come on can you imagine me in a bank bro sitting every single day 40 hours a week and, what and, and, <laughs> heck no and I heard you talking about that in, in a recent interview you know just working at 9 to 5 life you know that's something I kind of share the same feeling similarly you know it's tough you know yeah so we we had to create our own things, you know, that excite us to get us, you yeah. know, what, what we love doing. Yeah. So, so it's not so really you, work for us. Yeah. So you talk about mental health and this is actually a great, you know, tie back to my other point here. I, um, um, I believe sometimes a lot of people extend their mental health issue more than they need to. Mm-hmm. My point is this. I had the decision to stay at the bank or to leave the bank. If I would have stayed at the bank, I would have (laughs) continued in my depression. Think about it. But I took the risk and I just allowed it. Bro, my whole mental shutdown, they knew it. The bank saw it. I made the decision. I'm not here anymore. I'm leaving. I made the decision to stop that depression. People think sometimes if I leave my nine to five, then the stability is gone. Okay. So what would you rather have depression or stability? I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you this, from my personal experience, you know, uh, that stress, taking that risk, it comes, you know, that's what comes with, you know, when you leaving a nine to five and, you know, pursuing your dreams of starting a business. But, but you I, get out of the depression. I'm trying to, I, I be having to remind myself sometimes, hmm. well, I'm living, I'm living somebody's dream. Hmm. On my worst day, somebody wished they was me. Hmm. You know, How many people are depressed and safe? I, 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 you know, I, I, I really do not care anymore how much somebody wants to give me for a partnership or for a client. If I, if it reminds me of signs of me being in the bank, being like locked up and being basically in prison, what I mean by that is like, I can't do what I want to do. It, I, I run, I run. I tell people all the time, do not look at the money. Look at if there's freedom in it. Does it Thanks. allow you to be you? So Thanks. the reason what make what gets me up every single day is that I don't want anybody telling me what to do anymore. I remember how it made me feel. I remember how far I ran from it. That <laughs> feeling of freedom and do bro. There are some people. People people think every single day is a, is an easy walk in the park. I get to wear a suit. There's cameras around me. I'm signing little autographs for kids, and I'm eating food for free. That's not every single day. What about the content that I edit? What about the days where you know my, my, I don't I don't have a fresh haircut and I'm wearing a, and I'm and I'm wearing I'm wearing I'm wearing a hoodie and sweats and, and slides all day. And people people ain't seeing that where I'm editing on my phone and then and then my phone don't got enough storage, so I gotta go to my laptop. My laptop don't got enough storage. I gotta get, get Dropbox and Man. all these different things. People don't see that, Facts. right? So like I didn't take an editing class. I didn't take a media class. This is straight up you know you know YouTube Facts. right trial and error. Yep. So I tell people every single day, th- th- you know what gets me up every single day is remember 
ring. Or sorry, when I have those bad days or or the days that get a little frustrating, I remember, hey, Fayola, at least you ain't nine to five right now in the bank, being miserable, right? Trying to get back to work right at right at one fifty ones or right 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 at twelve fifty, you know, twelve fifty eight, so you don't get yelled at and get written up. What kind of talk is that, I man? Say, man my I'm in I'm in line for Wendy's and I'm out here, you know, rushing back to the you know to the bank because I don't want to get written up. <laughs> For what? Man, I wake up in the morning. Come I say, on, man. I wake up in the morning. I say, I, I, I don't mean to get all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. <laughs> I, say, I wake up in the morning, man. And I always say, man, my haters are either on their way to work or just arrived. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And One more time. My haters, I wake up in the morning. They either on their way to work or just arrived. Jesus. But no, you know, in past interviews, we talked about this a lot too, being the misconceptions of being an entrepreneur. You know, everybody, uh, they, all they see is the good on Instagram. You know, nobody's showing us the losses. So, you know, a lot of people get, you know, uh, have a misconception about, you know, living this entrepreneurial lifestyle. It's worth it. It's but worth you, it. But it's going to take you all. You are so right. So, uh, be, be ready for that, guys. So, yeah. So for my next question, you kind of already touched on it, but I was want to know, do you have any books that you recommend for our audience or maybe a book that has made an impact on your life hmm. that you could share with us? Hmm. Well, for sure, the Bible. And I will tell you this, when you read that Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John is all great. They're all great chapters, but you better start in the beginning or Genesis <laughs> because that shows you God's true abundance. Amen. Right. You saw what he did for Abraham. You see what he did for Isaac. You see what he does for Jacob and for Joseph. You see it all. God's true abundance. And, um, you know, the Bible for sure is one of them. But there's so many other books. Right. Bob Goff is a great author. Gary Vanderchuk is a great author. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of those great books. But I'll tell you, a lot of those things are all biblical, true rooted thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that so, the, you know, there's so many the, you know, there's the popular book of the art of not giving an F. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, bro, that really is all, all that really is, is turn the other cheek. Yeah. Biblical. Right. A lot of books, a lot, a lot of books about, you know, going all in and just being you. If you think about it, that's a biblical truth of only serving one master. God only staying focused on the path. So a lot of these popular motivational books and self-help books, I'm telling you, you'll find it all in the Bible. You'll find it all in the Bible. So. That's my thing. This turned into a whole preaching session, man. I'm sorry, Troy. No, <laughs> no, no, I love that. Uh, Robert Greene, he's one of my favorite authors. He's the author of the uh, 48 Laws of Power. But I'm reading one. Love of, that book. Yes, I'm reading one of his books. So called, good. Uh, the Laws of Human Nature. And I'm about halfway, How's that? I'm about halfway reading that book, man. It's life changing. Really? It tells you a lot about yourself, but people around you and just the yeah. things you, uh, you know, really the human nature of humans. 48 Laws of Power. Do you know that they banned that book from prison? Because it's so manipulating. Yeah. Right. Mm. And um, when so, I use the right way. Yeah. Yeah. When I use the right way. <laughs> yeah. Right. And mm, what another topic, too, by the way. How many people that have gifts, but they use their gift for good and not for evil? What I mean by that is how many people have gifts to code? And they're out here making, you know, black market drug, you know, softwares instead of coding to find terrorists for the, you know, Mm -hmm. United States government. How many people have gifts to public speak? But instead of speaking life and positivity into people, they're manipulating and doing other nasty things with their with with their gift to speak. And, um, you know. 48 Laws of Power, they teach you how to win hearts, how to be manipulative. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I believe if you learn that, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil. So that's, that's why they banned it in prisons because a lot of those a lot of those prisoners were using that, those those concepts for evil mm-hmm. and being manipulative with the guards or whatever. Yeah. So and another book that he wrote, uh, The Art of Seduction, and it's kind of similar to 48 Laws of Power. Like, hmm. you know, uh it could be it should be used for good. Yeah. But you know, a lot of people can mis- misconstrue that sometimes. Okay. Yeah. 
So uh, for our next question, you know, this is a collaboration of competition podcast. And I was wondering if you could talk about some of the collaborative uh, deals or brands that you partner with, some of your collaborations that you have, that you have done. Yeah, so many. But I freaking love the idea to be able to say, I am a brand. You're a company. I believe in what you're doing. How can we work together? Mm-hmm. Right. That's such an awesome concept. I mean, that that wasn't popular 10 years ago to I be see. able to collaborate with a brand and 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 yeah and just like work with them and publicize their product mm-hmm. never been able to do that so one of them really really fun one has been kendra scott the okay. reason why is because kendra scott has been known as a woman's jewelry mm-hmm. but they just, they, just, they just released a men's line okay. right so um i believe that whenever you are the one of the first to do things in like either your city or a company um you kind of have a lot of freedom right so think about it there there, there are not many young black men in wichita that are pulling in you know public figures in the city and that are interviewing them right so what i mean by that is that there's space there's space to create right all eyes are on you you got to do whatever you want to do if you were in dallas trying to do this there's thousands of you there's yeah. thousands of me. And that's one thing. One LA, thing about, there's millions of me. Yeah. New York, millions of you and I. So that's one thing about cool about Kendra Scott is that they just released this men's line. They had mm-hmm. no idea where to go with this. So they're, they're, they're giving me the I'm reins. About, I'm about to check them out now. Yeah, you got to check them out. So this bracelet is from them and this necklace is from them. So I just mm-hmm. think it's cool, just simple jewelry that you can always add to mm-hmm. your pieces. Another one has been Orange Theory Fitness. Okay. I think that's cool because they're all across the country. Say that one more time for me. Orange Theory Okay. Fitness. So one word, Orange Theory, and then fitness. Um, basically, they're they're a cardio uh, workout type of class, okay. and um, that's been really cool. Um, dot grains for the salads. Okay. That's been cool. Okay. Uh, River Vista Apartments, which is cool because like not many people apart- not, nor- normally people partner with like fashion brands or um, you know maybe like restaurants, but to do it with actual like an apartment complex, mm-hmm. I think that was really unique. So yeah. I live there, but then I also partner with them by just like influencing in- influencing for them. Telling people how, like, telling people how, like their amenities, yeah. their events, and all that. So, Rivis has been really, really good to me, and there's been so many more. I can't even think of them right now. That's awesome. Well, with all the collaborations uh, that you have done, what what have you learned? You know, collaborating with so many different brands. You know, just you know, this podcast is about collaboration. What are some things you learned just collaborating? Communication. Yes, that is key. key. The reason that why is, is the oh, and one other brand is Mayor Trust. That's been the big one, probably okay. the biggest so far. The bank or the yeah. credit union. Yeah, I've been seeing that lately. The credit union. The credit union. Shoot, <laughs> the credit union. Um, the reason why is because um, um, okay, so you, communication. The reason why is because if you don't communicate, let's just say your vision for when you want to post or how you want to post, um, um, the partnership can go five, six, seven months down the road and it can just be this like quiet frustration. And when it comes to renewing the contract, they'll just say, no, we don't want to renew it. And it's like, well, what happened? What happened? What happened? (laughs) And they're like, you did this, you did this, this. And I was like, okay, that wasn't communicated. Yeah. Right. So early on in my career, I have partnerships, Frederick, that did not end up lasting for long because they weren't communicated. So mm-hmm. now when somebody partners with me, I tell them, I'm always going to be dressing nice. Yeah. Is that okay for you? Whenever I'm in public, I'm speaking faith. Is that okay for you? Yes. Um, you know, I, I also tell them too, hey, I edit and I, and I flow on my own time. I'm A weird thing about me, man, is that it's, how do I say this here? Um, You're weird, preparation man. is key. But sometimes you have to let space for God to download things in you. So if you are too prepared, every single 
title, subtitle, category, like you prepare for everything, then where, 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 where do you allow God to work in any of that? So a lot of times there's space yep, in my stuff. There's space. And sometimes when you have clients that are very particular, we need to know when they're going to be there, what time they're going to be there, every <laughs> single thing, every single question. Are your shoes going to be tied? Are you going to... Every single, when are you going to sip your water? I mean, literally everything. Then it's like, come on, man, micromanaging, right? So basically what a big thing I love when clients, well, partnerships and clients, when they don't micromanage me, those always tend to be the best relationships, the best partnerships. Allow me to be, you. Allow me, to be me. I, I like that. So that's, that's definitely one of the major keys in collaborating, communication, mm. being transparent, mm. getting your point across, you know, uh, with clear communication, you know, toes don't get stepped on. Mm. You know, like you said, those, those quiet grumbles, you're not knowing what's going on. Not knowing. You're asking, hey, what's going on? Mm. Uh, you know, when you when you clearly communicate things, you know what I'm saying, that, that definitely helps the situation. So I mm. definitely love that. That's so, so good. For my last question, uh, you know, as we get here today, I want to know what's what's next on your journey? Can is some things we, we should expect from you in 2023? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. It's a big year. It's a big year. Yeah. Number one, I'm praying for health, protection, and, and 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 abundance. That's my, you know, health, protection, abundance. I don't care how much money you have. If you're not healthy, if you're not protected, the abundance don't really matter, right? So that's number one, health, protection, abundance. But number two, I really um, have noticed that in my rise of um, whether it's just success or just publicity that a lot of people aren't happy. Facts. A lot of people aren't happy. Either the people I went to high school with, the people who I even, whether I even, even used to date or, or even you, friends I used to have, friends I used to have, they're not happy because what do they think? They're like, Faye, the dude from Princeton, Texas, he's out here on covers of magazines in front of these thousands of fans and getting these news things like, yeah. I, I just went to, I was just with him. We, we were, we were at Golden Chick. And, and especially like being in this day and age of social media, you know, everybody, uh, Money is equated to happiness. You know, what you're looking like on Instagram, you know, what you're wearing, what kind of car you're driving. Mm. So, you know, it seems like today in today's society, a lot of people's happiness is tied to materialistic things. Materialistic things, yeah. right? And this is my thing, man. My heart is so, like, giving, and I know it's loving. So, like, all the people that either see me or they judge me or they're not happy by it, I literally want to say, come over or let's go to coffee. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. What is it? Pour it all out on me. Yeah. What don't you like about me? What do you think about me? And then from there, I'm going to try and just say, you know, my, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be 100% real. I've done that before many times. And do you know that? Do you know what people have told me? They say, I didn't know that that was your personality. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was you. It's funny. You, I, back to your social media thing, right? Yeah. They said, I saw you on social media. I saw this. I saw that. And um, yeah, man. So it's I just funny hope and pray in, that that doesn't happen anymore. In, in your last interview, I seen one of the ladies had said that she, you know, she saw you everywhere and thought you maybe, you know, a little, uh, you know, I don't know, cocky or bratty. But when she met you, you know, she got to know the real you. So it's a shame that sometimes people, you know, put that or judgment on you just from, you know, you being, you doing you, being on camera. You know, people feel they own a particular way, but, you know, take the time out there to get to know the person. You know what I'm saying? You can learn a lot about yeah. people. So. And, then, and then to wrap up your question about what I have goals for 2023, I've realized that anytime I set a goal, um, hmm, let me get this all good. Anytime, anytime I plan too far ahead or I set a goal, either that goal didn't happen or I get so focused on that goal that I don't focus on just today. Yep. 
and on God's plan, right? That's big. So what I'm trying to say is that around February or March of 2022, so last year, I started saying, hey, God, today is all I'm focused on. I know that my bigger goals are not going to be one day be on Netflix. All my bigger goals are now is just peace, protection, abundance, gifts of the spirit. So my goal today right now is edit this video. Goal today is finish this podcast. Goal today is is ju- is just in the now. So I've kind of stopped saying truly like what my goals are for this year. Um, obviously, I think it'd be cool one day for Netflix to call and say we're we're gonna give you your own talk show, yeah. right? Or for the Grammys to say, hey, Trevor Noah's sick, you're hosting, <laughs> right? I don't, I'm not wishing anybody to be sick, hey, but what hey, I'm man. saying is that like you know, be doing a red carpet for the Oscars one day, yep. right? Or even you know, um, I mean, there's so many things. Owning a sports team would be dope. All those different things, but I'm not sitting here writing those things on a wall saying that because if I see that every single day, I'm gonna focus, you know, on trying to make you know music when I'm supposed to be editing a video right now. I don't want to get lost in the sauce. So I always tell people there are sometimes that um, 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 God blesses me with an opportunity and somebody goes, did you see that coming? And I say, no, not at all, because I was in the now. I was in the present, right? So that's kind of my goal for 2023, stay in the present, always praying for peace, protection, and abundance, and just praying that anybody that wants to, you know, either do something against me or spy, or you know, you know, talk bad, bad about my name, they come to me face to face, and then, and they get to know who the who the real me is. And hopefully, in our conversation, you've seen a little bit of the real me. Right. You know, I never know going into the interviews what what, what I'm gonna say. I never know. Yep. But as you saw, the spirit was just flowing today, man. I, I can't wait to you know run this thing back because I I don't even know half the things I said, man. I don't. <laughs> no, no, hey, no, amen to that. And that's that's real big. Uh, you know, it's not nothing wrong with saying goals but I, I find that uh i deal with kind of the same things you can set a goal but i find if i just attack today hmm. you know you set your you know what what needs to be done today and knock those out and take it day by day you'll get to that goal wherever you're working towards so you know sometimes we set you know the you know our goal too far out hmm. but we don't take the day-to-day to get to that goal yes so facts. our advice to, to the audience out there man just focus on today yes day to day to day you know, take one step at a time and, you know, you'll get to that goal. So yes. you know, that was definitely a great answer uh, to that question. And like I said, I definitely, uh, like I said, we followed each other on social media, but this is my yes. first time getting to meet you. So I definitely appreciate the, the good conversation and getting to know each other a little more. Thank you. And like I said, uh, hey, that's a wrap, y'all. We appreciate y'all yeah. tapping in. Season two, episode one. Yes. With Mr. Wichita. Come on, come on. And I will say this. So you can cut that Mr. Wichita <laughs> or you can play this last part here. You have a talent, brother. Amen. I've never seen you really in your gift, but just take this as prophetic word. You, you, you are, you are a student. You're watching other interviews. I know you also have another company that does bonds, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You literally are doing. You, you are, you are walking a path that not many people would walk. They would take the bond business and they would say, "That's it," mm-hmm. and let me just continue rolling. Thanks. But you are starting your own brand with this show you're asking great questions you're being precise you're learning how to delegate like how long have you been doing the show for uh about a year now a year okay so it took me two years to learn to delegate it took me two years to learn to prepare truly for interviews right Mm -hmm. so you doing this is just a sign of like god's giving you this wisdom quickly you're implementing it you're being a student and i just pray blessings over you 
over your family. And I hope this isn't, you know, the first and the last interview, bro. I hope we do more. Of course, of course. This is and, good. And I definitely appreciate that. And the, and the, the feeling is totally mutual mm. and definitely why I want to interview today. You know, I see we do a lot of similar things and, uh, you know, uh, definitely connect uh, more down the line on, on yes. some more stuff. So I definitely appreciate you tapping in with us today, my man. Thank you, my yes, brother. Man. This has been good. Blessings yes. to you, man. All right, see you guys. Come on.